an autumnal check-in about PSL season, all things fall, and Halloween looks and scary movies. (laughs) Did you ever go trick-or-treating at the rich houses with the full-size candy bar? Maybe. Plus, Google is demonetizing climate change deniers. Mm, what about Druck 3? They're chatting about episode 3. Happy campers. And good news. We've got confirmation that the musical Good News is not just a hallucination from my memory. And that good news is subjective. But enjoy the calming, piping, hot gossip. Mm, sizzling. Mm. Ooh, is that fajitas? Nope, it's just the goss. Forever. Let me rock this mic. Uh, welcome back for yet another steaming, piping, scolding, serving of hot guys. It's our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip and politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. So let's go ahead and get into some... Oh my god, she says that on in the show a lot. Good. Yeah, we're in Manchester right now and we are having so much fun. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um uh, you are of course uh death dropping. That is the play. Uh Uh-huh. And you're giving Uh head over heels, correct? Yeah, right. You're giving head. I've given head four heels. You've given head four heels. Yes. Wow, head over heels. So you've done the trifecta. A girl's got to do what a girl's got to do, especially now that it's autumn and we can't be making our money off our bodies in the summer. Because I saw you, yeah, and I saw red, and I saw a little pink too with that body she was wearing, a little pussy patch, a string bikini. Um, yes, body crazy, curvy, wavy. You know, I've always Mm -hmm. been the body girl. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know about what uh, meridian you are in or what hemisphere. But Honey, my my meridian is prime. <laughs> Honey, it's a choice cut, prime. darling. <laughs> it's Amazon Prime. Um, Where's your meridian, bitch? I don't, I don't know. Do you want to see me be Angelica Houston really quick? Yes, please. <sighs> Wait, there, there was like a perfect shaft of light for a second. Oh, there was a Morticia a brief, light? There was a brief moment. She found her key light. There was a brief moment. It's very uh, George Harrell. Girl, she must have been blind doing that move. Like there's a shaft of light reflecting off the floor and hitting me in the face. She must have been blind that whole movie of The Addams Family. Honey, I've had shafts hit me in the face and I can oh see perfect. I know, 20, I saw 20. your lashes after. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that night was funny. As, as you know, listeners, we are in Delta work season. That means, of course, fall is falling. The dolls are yes. dolling. Autumn is autuming. I got my DSL. She's got her PSLs. What is that? Pumpkin oh, spice pumpkin latte. spice latte. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you have any plans for Halloween? You'll probably be doing the show, right? Um. We're in Dublin, and then on Halloween oh day, it's a travel day, and bitch, I'm coming back to the USA. We got a week off, and I'm going straight to Palm Springs Pride. Oh my god! <laughs> oh and my if your show god. if your show's happening, I think I'm going to come see that too. Uh, I don't think we'll be open by that point but no they're gonna let me sit in for rehearsals i'll just bring a laser pointer and some uh day old tomatoes bring like heavy glasses and like a a notepad with a little light clip to it and just be writing furious notes just furious and you don't need to tell me how to act superior to people darling (laughs) i've learned from faye dunaway (laughs) and then we asked Then we ask to see your notes after. It's just like scribbles and like it's outlined in my hand. It's like drawings of sharks. With a wig on each finger. <laughs> You're Very like, I'm on like my judges. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped doing K. It was oh. the most boring five minutes of my life. Oh my 
<laughs> um, do you have any plans for Halloween, darling? Darling dear? I don't know. It's wild because uh, Halloween day, it falls on a Sunday. I don't have rehearsal. I don't, like, I'll be in Los Angeles. It, I think it's the first Halloween properly that I'm not working and I'm really looking forward to just like putting on a witch hat and like I don't know like you're gonna give out candy honey in your neighborhood I don't know that kids will walk around here but if they do I will have candy for them and I'm gonna be one of those rich houses with the giant candy bars you did you ever find those houses the full size that house I was always that house I was never I wanted I wanted kids to know, come back to my house. Yeah. Come, come on, on to my, my house, house, my house, my come on. I give you big, big candy. Um, yeah. No, because that was the fantasy. There were like two houses in like the rich neighborhood when I was growing up. And we would like that's where we would start, Mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And j- uh, girl, the lengths we would go to to get a full size Snicker bar. I mean, it was like I still do it. It right, exactly. What can I get a liquor or your Snicker? What would you do for a Klondike bar, though? That's what I want. What wouldn't you? What do? wouldn't I do? Bitch? <laughs> um, I Halloween is one of those big drag holidays where, in the week leading up to it, you get calls from people you haven't heard of in years, numbers that aren't saved, saying. Can you make me into um, Michelle oh. Williams? Then you're like, Dawson's Creek or Destiny Child? Which DC, bitch? Which DC, Dawson's Creek or Destiny Child? And then they're like, I don't right. know, either one. And I'm like, fuck you. Asking a drag queen for help on Halloween or in Halloween season is like asking Santa to bake Christmas cookies with you. We're busy, bitch. Well, we got shit to do. Okay, yes, uh, that is Unless true. you got some coin or some dick for me, baby. That's the only well, that's way I'm, the, I'm picking up a paintbrush. That's the truth. And I might pick it up with my ass and do your face that way, like I do with the meet and greets with the Sharpie. Right. And you've really got to, because a lot of people want to, they, they're like, I want to try drag on Halloween. And I love that and I applaud that. But if you're booking a drag queen to do this for you, you have to understand you have to do it early and you have to pay a really fair rate because the demand is extremely high or because a boots. lot of people want to do drag. But what? fuck her good. Huh? Oh, okay. Well, that's, yes. that's nature's currency. I use nature's <laughs> credit card. <laughs> she never leaves home without it. Now, is that a chip or a t- no contact? Uh, <laughs> tap. <laughs> tap card. Tap. Tap card. Oh, I love a tap pant. Um, uh, we what need is, what to has been... see your ID for this. <laughs> well, hold the left cheek and I'll hold the right one. And let me just cough. Yeah. Uh, I have a barcode on the inside labia. Uh, what has been your Ooh. favorite past Halloween look? Oh, my goodness. So many. Because I've I saw done... one of them in your forthcoming book. Yeah, what was it? Um, you had pink eyes. You made, I think. No, wait. You were you a turtle? No, someone was a power. Someone like were, was a. I like turtles. Somebody was a Power Ranger, and I think you were a spooky, ooky, white and black something ghoul goblin. We did a, the very first iteration of the House of Haunt, which I talk about in my forthcoming book, which is available on ChronicleBooks.com. My name's yours. What's Alaska? Yes. Um, go ahead and pre-order it if you had haven't. But yes, we talk about it in the book. And the the first iteration of the House of Haunt was that we were a noise band and it was me and Sharon and Cherry Bomb. And our look was we dressed up like, you know, like the sort of movie monsters of, you know, I was the Frankenstein. Um, what the fuck was Sharon? Dracula? And Sharon was Dracula. Cherry Bomb was the creature of the Black Lagoon. But we were like fashion versions of them. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love being a monster. I love classic monster looks. A good old Frankenstein always works with me. Oh, yeah. I like a mummy. Oh, mummy dearest. The only you, time I ever wrap it up. You do You do a full mummy look, but you do like ro- curlers in the hair and like a mud mask and like a wire I'm hanger. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at the sand. <laughs> I'm um, mad at the sarcophagus. I've and I've I've seen a lot of your wigs. It looks like they've been on a hayride or two. 
Do you uh do you ever go <laughs> apple picking, honey? You go apple picking? Hate it, bitch. Ah! My wigs are a haunted hayride, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I would be yes. down for that. I I like that kind of thing. It's fun. I love to pick the apple, always. Uh, Is you that like your go- favorite dance move? Mm-hmm. Well, I like pick to find the star. Pick the apple, put it in the basket. Pick the apple, put it in. Yeah. And then I get a real bad toothache headache. Um, but then I'll have some hot cider or some old <laughs> wine. Hot cocoa, maybe for the fall to ease the pain. How can Larry, Ed- Larry Edwards? Oh, that's hot chocolate. That's hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get to wear my Coco Montrese button for some hot cocoa around the time of year. I love it. Put on a scary oh, exactly. movie. Ooh, what scary movies do you like? Oh, um, I, you know, I like Halloween. I'm I'm very just straightforward. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. There's a new Halloween coming out. Yeah, um, I'm excited for the new Scream, too. Girl, I saw that. That looks so good. Kevin Williamson's bringing it. They must be saving Courtney um, um, Cox's bangs for not the trailer because I didn't see the bangs. And the only reason I'm going to buy a ticket is for the bangs. Those bangs were only in one of the movies. I know. Number two. But that's why I'm tuning in. That little cranberry. Remember the cranberry low light too? Girl, yes. Sickening. I love Courtney Cox. I loved it. I think my favorite Halloween movie this time of the year is uh, Ticked Off T-Words with Knives. Is it so it, it takes place around Halloween? I don't know. I was just in it. Oh. We didn't we didn't say when it took it takes place at night in a day. How is that a Halloween movie? Because it's, it's scary. fucking scary. Everybody dies and we kill people. Is it streamable somewhere? Is is Friday the thirteenth Halloween? No. But it's a Halloween movie. Pinhead? Am I wrong? Pinhead. Um, no, you're not wrong. It's a scary movie. We're going to take a break. And it is valid. Why don't we listen to a, a little rainbow spotlight we have going on right here? Huh? Before you go? Yes, well, before we oh. go, we're going to listen uh-huh. to Before oh. You Go, a, a song by Corey Shorter. Shorter. So let's, let's take a listen. No time to come and pop off. I keep my feelings all bottled up They keep a long shelf life Until someone's worthy of my time You ran me round and round Your silence is so loud I thought you cared just a little Your mountain's steep and low I can't withstand your blow My last wish is That you kiss me before you go love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, 
or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at factormeals.com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Cortex's bang. Bang, bang into the room. Bang, bang, Courtney Cox, bang. Peace. We are back um, with more hot gossip tones. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Um There's... You, you told Erica, you told us allegedly. Uh Erica Tom what? was in an accident. He drove his car sued? off a cliff. Do you want to be sued? <laughs> I will come for you. Honey, or come what? For her. <laughs> she's she's rotted. I'm glad. No, I for one believe she was framed, and I don't believe a word of it. Baby, and I would like to see the autopsy. From works. I for one would like to see an autopsy. Well, just look at my career; it's dead, honey. It's <laughs> been <laughs> a week in Southend. Don't ever go there. It's in England. If you're from there, leave. Oh my gosh! Okay, honestly, well, it's one of those spots that we'll never that you'll never go to, and you'll understand why if you ever do. I think you're just blaming it on the edit. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. Blame it on that. Have you heard the hit song Sweeping the Nation? It's uh, RuPaul's new song and it's called Blame It on the Edit. Um, a gaslighting sensation. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe she could take some of that gaslighting um, and, and light her frack on fire and then I'll fart on it and we'll just blow up this whole town. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Come on, baby, light my frack. Oh. Uh, have you seen the music video? I haven't watched the music video. No, but I follow the guy that that made it online, and I saw him post it. Um, he's a great editor. I forget his name, so it's probably not helpful. But you know, um, I I have I'm not one of the people that watches Drag Race for RuPaul, so I'm trying to think of positive things to say. So I am okay. very happy that Canada's Drag Race is premiering this week because. That means if so many of our friends are working again, you know, yes. Brooke, the art to fashion dude, Dallas, like all these people are doing wigs and hair for the girls. Brad Goreski's got a gig. Shum the girls. ET Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It's very we get, exciting. We got 13 new sisters. We do. The family is expanding. We welcome all of you in. And family. the D... De- <laughs> The dolls at the at the chop are also going to be busy covering all of Drag Race Canada. Uh, honey, and- those chop dolls get around more than uh, someone with a fast pass at Epcot. Honey, they just go country to country, little Holland, <laughs> little UK, little Canada. They need more it. pages in their passport. I mean, it's just custom. They don't do that is- anymore. I- they don't but add pages. Ha- nope, you just have to get a new one. Wow! Wow! Yeah. The dolls need to get a, a new passport because they will be covering over on the chop, Latrice in Manila, Canada's Drag Race, Brooklyn Heights, looking sickening. Mm-hmm. Are you um, going to DragCon? 
Yeah, if they let me in. Um, I feel like I feel like the older woman in um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I like. I'm looking at this outline. And I'm like, could we please? expand the conversation so we're not talking about fucking drag con <laughs> fucking drag race well, fucking do, rupaul do you not find it intriguing or interesting or exciting um, i find drag con no exciting. this is I what we it. do this is what we do but sometimes i swim to the surface of the ocean and i realize there's a whole wide world that has no idea what drag is what drag queens are what drag race is and there's like a whole world that exists outside of it. I'm just so like entrenched in it. I swim in the waters of drag and drag race. And I'm not, I, I have no problem with that. I quite, I quite love it. I just sometimes. Um, I get it. And my hole was worldwide this week because it was. The Mr. Toilets, worldwide. The toilets here are aggressive. Sometimes <laughs> the, the water, it really splashes up to the point where you have to dry your whole butt after. Like these flushings. That's a bidet, dear. No, honey. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, sweetie. <laughs> so weetie. And isn't it a square toilet seat? Do they do that over there? Where do they do that? Honey, it's a trapezoid. I didn't know where to put my feet. <laughs> I was just lost. And then I had to make him pull out. It was just very annoying. Um, but I'm happy to be here in England. And if you're in England or Ireland or Scotland, please come see me in deathdropplay.com. There's tickets available. So many great girls in it. Um, and I'm excited to see you in Head of he- head, head Over Heels at the Pasadena Trip Playhouse. Yeah, me too. It's going to be major. Look at us. We're theater girls. Who knew theater that girls. podcasting would lend itself so naturally to becoming theatrical actresses? Who knew? Well, I... I, I was on Boston Public, but okay. Boston Pubic. <laughs> um, Listen, lady. Speaking <laughs> of which, we have a really special way to celebrate Halloween over here at Mom, which I'm very excited about. Me too. Uh, we don't want to give away too much, but it's, it's a, a little creative, a little spooky, full of special guests. So just be on the lookout on your podcast app. For a little something special coming to you soon, dropping into your into your feed soon. And it's for Halloween with two W's. Okay. So I'm a Halloween special. girl Halloween, called Chasdy. Halloween. <laughs> Who is Chasdy? Uh, he does hair. He's a faggot. He's got a lot of billboards and a lot of money. A lot of he billboards. Throws good, he, he throws good parties too. She's pumped. She does. Yeah. She does when, which is that hair system. It's like a hair care system. It's not system. like shampoo. And yeah. It's not conditioner. It yeah. doesn't foam. It doesn't bubble. Uh, um, right. Al- wasn't Alyssa Milano a when girl? Or I was don't know. it. Mel- I need. Some- Melissa Joan Hart. Or wait. No, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Not Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, she used to come to bingo and she broke up with her boyfriends at Hamburger Mary's twice, just crying. I'd be like, honey. This is a party of this whole place, not just a party of you, bitch. Tighten it up. Okay. Poor well, girl. should now we? She's on nine one one. Should we go from podcasteresses to theatrical actresses to political pundits? Sure. Let me get my um. Let me get my uh, Gretchen Van Susteren wig. <laughs> <laughs> we just flipped wigs. I'm going to put Turn on my Ann Coulter wig because, you know, terrible person, great hair. Terrible person, um, great hair. I think you meant Tran Coulter. <laughs> we, this is the time in the show that we like to get political and we're going to sing it for you. Let's, Let's get, political, get political, political, political. I want to get, get political. Talk about shit we don't know about. Uh, so Google and YouTube are not paying users who make climate denial videos. This is crazy. Google what? has a message for the climate change deniers saying, if you're trying to make money on our platforms, look elsewhere. Actually, it's not crazy. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the tech giant announced on Thursday uh, that there's a new monetization policy for Google advertisers, publishers, and YouTube creators 
that will prohibit ads for and monetization of content that contradicts well-established scientific census consensus around the existence and causes of climate change. So um, if your pussy is on fire, if your pussy is burning and you say that doesn't contribute to climate change, no monetization. And this policy ex- extends to advertisers. <laughs> so this is this includes content referring to climate change as a hoax or a scam, claims denying that long-term mm-hmm. trends show the global climate is warming, and claims denying that greenhouse gas emissions or human activity contribute to climate change. It all it all contributes, honey. It does. Uh, yeah. And climate scientists have warned that since the atmosphere that once the atmosphere warms more than 1.5 degrees Celsius, we will live in a drastically changed world. And if countries, corporations and individuals don't take immediate action to reduce pollution, the world may hit that grim milestone in as little as 10 years. So over the long term, if the world continues on its current polluting path, the world will warm more than double that amount, risking catastrophes humanity has never had to confront. The window to chart a new course is rapidly closing. So we have to make large changes. This is a tiny, teeny, lovely change. It's a nice thing. But, like, we need to do some major shit to get this shit done. I I mean, it's just going to be a shit show. We need to stop with the fossil fuels, honestly, and the oil, because oil has ruined everything. Look, there's, like, there's, like... 500 or 5,000 ships outside the LA port right now that can't come in because of the oil spill. Girl. They're like lined up. The aerial view from space, it's crazy. And if the atmosphere warms more than 1.5 degrees Celsius, all of our foundation is going to melt. Girl. We're all, it's not going to be like makeup melt in the car. Your makeup's going to melt in your house. Yeah. Like we're not going to be able to do drag right. Yeah. We, we need to, drag queens need to be at the forefront of this climate change shit because we're the ones sweating at Pride already. So if it gets even hotter, bitch. What, are we going to move Pride to December? We can't. We Christmas gigs. It'll overlap the holiday. We can't. So we need to do something about climate change bad. And I think it starts with the cars. Yeah. Large changes have to happen in a few different industries. We have have cars that um, are driven poorly. But powered by electric. Yes. Mm -hmm. Why don't we go Um, ahead and take a break, and we we shall return. Oh, hello, darling. How do you do? <clears throat> would oh, you, is this... Would you fancy a sojourn into Drag Race UK? <clears throat> oh, give me some of that Druck 3, bitch. Druck 3. <laughs> yeah, this is um the, the tiny little part of the show where we talk about Drag Race UK. And um, this is about episode two, which was called The Great Outdoors. And um, uh, episode three. This is when Victoria left, right? Episode three. Okay, well, uh, the, like you just can't trust your outline anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll need that in writing. Did you notice RuPaul did not say to Victoria, "You're welcome back next season." Well, I think she's gonna come back this season. That's what I you for me. In general, that's what I think. That's why she didn't say that because it, it's not a severe injury, but it's also like we can't have her sitting on a stool for multiple episodes because it just it doesn't it doesn't work. But I think there's a possibility she might come back. I hope. I and if not, I am, if not this season, then definitely next season. I I would love that, but I RuPaul did not say that, and I'm just saying she did not say that. I hope she does. But I also think that, like, if she needed a wheelchair, she should have been able to compete in that, you know? is Are we never going to get a handicapable queen on the scene? Right. I mean, it's valid stuff. Yeah. No, completely. Um, and, and who knows? But you know what? RuPaul turned a chair around, sat on it backwards with a single spotlight and said, We haven't seen, we the, haven't last of- seen the last of her. 
I've been down <laughs> on Victoria's knee. I've been pulled in her ligaments and meniscus, please. Uh, Rock please. We I, did you like the mini challenge this week? Uh, yes. So the divas uh had to make a straight dating profile on Finder in quick butch drag, um, and it was sort of like Finder was like a straight like st- straight guys who who actually want to date guys. I I I was unclear of the concept, I guess. Um, but I like doing butch drag. I think sometimes. so was production. I like sp- spirit gumming on some, you oh. know, flocking facial hair onto my, you know, my gig and, you know, I'm butching it out. Yeah, I've seen. Um, I just like that it contributes to the general gender dysphoria even more of this. Uh, kick out, kick out the lesbian, and then let's do a mini challenge where you got to be butch. Right. Um. I mean, it's just another type of drag to me. I don't like it. It's sort of you know sending up and making fun of the idea of macho like butchness. I don't. I. I thought the girls did. I mean, it. the village people were definitely up in drags, right? And the girls had um, really interesting interpretations. Of course, Scarlet Harlot won. Her beard was popping. I mean, it was a significant beard, and she did great. Well, the girls were bringing the outdoors to the runway, and they had two looks each. There's the happy camper, which is a fun look you might wear while walking children in nature. Hey, mm-hmm. Tammy. Tammy Tippett. Mm-hmm. And then Campfire Couture, which is a high fashion outfit the queens needed to create using tents, sleeping bags, and other outdoorsy materials. Now, what would you um what would you have gone for in the like make your own challenge? Make my own. I would have gone as you ever see the you ever see those people that make like an outfit and then there's like three or four other people on each side hooked to sticks and then their arms move off. Yes. That would be the seven dwarfs high-hoeing through the woods. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then maybe I'd be Snow White in the middle, but I would probably make it ho-white. Right. Ho-white. Yes. <laughs> that would be my happy, happy campering look. What would your happy campering look be? I love that. Um. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know something with a sleeping bag. Mm. Uh, well, what would, what about your campfire? Maybe couture, I would honey? do the Victor and Rolf uh, Courtney act thing, but with a sleeping bag. Oh, I like that. I would do um, a tent which had my face coming out of the the zip hole a little mm-hmm. bit, and then my back legs would be in the bottom of a bear suit, and then the top of me would be a bear trying to rip through the tent. <laughs> oh, I love and that. And then, so I would be screaming out the front, all beautiful damsel in distress. And that would be my campfire couture. Wow. It'd be couture. Uh, and it would also be couture. Campfire couture. Now, Veronica, um, of course, was helping a lot of the dolls strategize and build uh, their looks because, uh, you know, some of the girls are... You know, constructing outfits is not their forte. And Veronica was offering very Kelly Mantle. Right. Offering a lot of help. Um, and that but then we get a walkthrough with Raven, the makeup artist uh of the season who does RuPaul, uh, who does RuPaul's Emmy makeup. Winner. Exactly. Um and um would you like to get makeup advice from Raven? No. She'd probably tell you just to set your foundation with battery acid uh, because I don't think she likes you. Um, I don't like her, so that's fine. But I would also, I, I love her paint, but like certain paint doesn't translate well on my face to where right. I can't move it and stuff. Like if if you stamp the eyebrows too high where they're not in a space where they can move, it doesn't work on my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love her makeup. I love her artistry. I don't yeah. love her, and I just would rather not be in a room with her if I don't have to be, because she's a miserable cunt. Oh, right. Like, well. The last time we did a gig in Ohio, it was me, Morgan, Peppermint, and Raven, and it was all four mm-hmm. of us, and it was right after Pep had done Head Over Heels. 
and she did like a couple songs and then Raven went back out on stage after her set and was like, um, we were only told that we had to do two. So I don't want people to think I'm not doing more just because other girls want to do what they do. And like, I wasn't the one that was late also because we were a little late because Morgan's eye was watering and, and she just felt the need to go out there and tell the audience all these things. And we were like, shut the fuck up, girl. But she's, she's her own person and she could do what she wants. And I'm glad that I don't have to do it with her. But she's doing Rue sickening because Rue with this nude illusion this week. Yes. She looks so beautiful. A nipped in tiny little waist with no corset. This is body, honey. She was seated with no corset. No, that's not a corset. That's corsetry and it's a nude illusion over the corset. Zoom in. See, I was just making sure that you knew. You were <laughs> fooled. You were fooled by the confusion of the illusion. So everyone who had some shit to say about RuPaul's nude illusion, well, here you go. This is the redemption because this is flawless. This this oh, light yeah, yellow that. lemon dress. It was mm. almost giving this- me um, Bride of Frankenstein with the hair and with the shoulder of the dress yeah, in a good I love way. It. I love Not it. Not that this there's a bad illusion- way to do Bride of Frankenstein. Uh-uh. This nude illusion is amazing. I think I even see a skin tag. You. <laughs> that would it. be the smartest thing to do is like put a little mole on uh-huh. on the nude illusion. Like, yeah, but oh, it's, 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 hard. it's hard to keep the mole still. Um, and they're nocturnal, so they don't like going out during the day. They <laughs> have six legs. Bulls are supposed <laughs> to have six legs. Uh, the judges this week actually include one of our friends and fans, uh, Nicola Coughlin. She's uh, from Dairy Girls. She came to the AAA Girls show where I wore that blonde hair. You remember that one? You <laughs> um, had blonde hair? It really yeah. must have been. It was I mean, in Dublin. Was it turnabout night? Or like what was going <laughs> Like was it Halloween? Like wow. <laughs> It was in Dublin. I wore a yellow dress, much like RuPaul, with a side cut out. Oh, my God. It was oh, so exactly like RuPaul. Look. So you Honey. say she's coming for your look. Well. I thought Nicola was such a good judge, and I wouldn't be surprised if they brought her back as, like, a permanent fixture in the future. Like, this was a really good audition for her. Yeah. I was not mad at all. And some of the girls had great looks, too. My favorite look, I think, was... um was Charity Case. She did like this spooky horror rabbit look. Like uh how did Bunny she from go Hell from, Bitch. How did she go from a rabbit, a bloody rabbit from hell with her ass painted to then having her ass out and not being a bloody rabbit monster in the next look? I don't know. But the easiest way to take off how blood is with shaving cream. Okay. Well, she did her transformation was unbelievable and I love both looks. Me too. Um, what do you think about uh, River Medway? He had a Mao of the world. Map, sorry. <laughs> oh, I like it. It kind of—it's oh, a beautiful sorry. idea to use the map uh, in this way, and and the silhouette is something I haven't seen. Um, but how did he not put a star over his crotch and write "You are here"? <laughs> she was like, going for more fashion and not for camp, darling. Okay, well, camp for me wins it because Charitza had this feather climber look with wild come in her eye couture thing going. It was amazing. <laughs> so good. And can she, we? She I can mean, talk her way out of anything, honey. Right. And Kitty Scott Claus needs an honorable mention in this moment because I just love her. I think she's one to watch. She's so stunning. Um, and I loved her Girl Scout Lost in the Woods. Um, Kitty Scott Lost with the map. I love this. Top marks for, for her. Yeah. The proportions she, are right. Her shoe is good. Yeah, then she turns into sex fuck goddess in the gold, mm-hmm. like one Rose Gold Barbarella. Sickening. Very um, bad. So the bottom two um this week are Vanity Milan and Veronica Green. And Why are we going to skip over Scarlet Harlot winning? She did look sickening in that Donatella Versace long blonde with the gown. I loved. Um, uh, The bottom two, yes, as you said, Vanity Milan and Veronica Green. Uh, this, oh my gosh, can you believe? And Veronica Green got sent sashaying awaying. <laughs> 
Well, they couldn't send home the only black girl that they cast this season. Let's just say that out loud. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was a very difficult, you know, a, a difficult moment because Veronica Green was the returning queen. Uh, and she also helped everybody. I don't know. They might bring her back. What if they art Simone her and they're just like, ah, we brought her back for no reason. Maybe we just like her. Maybe she'll get congeniality because she did help out a lot of people. But it she seemed did. like from her her notes thing where she talked about her drag race journey and how it was ending now. She was going through a lot and she was I'm surprised that she was even able to make it back because like, you know, the the British girls, they blew their nut on season two and then they had to sustain themselves through all the closures. And then season three, do any of these looks work? No, you need to come up with new looks. And she did. And she got there. I I just can't imagine how devastating it was for her. But um, I hope she's in a yeah. good spot right now. And who knows? I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Veronica Green. Why don't we take a break and we'll be right back. Let's do it. Girl, let's give him the quick cave. Quick cave, spelunking. Spelunking, unking, unking. Deep inside the DMs. Take it away, Will. Edgar's telling us, Hola, 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 Willamina Alaske, a El Dipomeo. Love the pod. Long time, first time. Adore calls herself a Chilona. It's Spanish and it means a female crybaby. Like Adore, I'm also Mexican-American. Chiona. Like Adore, I am also Mexican-American and can distinctly remember my mel- my mother telling me not to be un chilon as a kid. Not to be with confused with, as Willa mentioned, a chismosa, which is a gossip, or chingona, which is a badass bitch. Thank un beso, you. Edgar in Brooklyn. Thank, Thank you, you Edgar. Edgar. Chiona. Not chiona like a name. Chiona. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. The more you know. From- the next message comes from Robert directly to you. Do you want to take it? Alaska. Good news was the first ever community theater show I did, or Amdram as we call it in the UK. It was my it was with my youth theater in a town called Thornbury, just north of Bristol. I played the ticket taker. My recollection tells me that not many people came to see it because A, no one had heard of it, and B, we did it at Easter, so everyone thought it was going to be about the resurrection. Good news has always had a really special place in my heart, and I cannot tell you how excited I got when I heard you talking about it on the pod. I almost did the varsity drag. Ha ha ha. Keep deep cut reference there. Keep up the good pod. <laughs> And the obscure musical theater reference. Good news. Good news. I'm glad this exists. Thank God I feel validated. Oh my God. Thank you, Robert. I really appreciate that. Have you heard the good the only news? People that, no, and the only people Race that Chaser. probably know about it are you and Jinx. It's called Race Chaser. Race Chaser, I've heard about news. I've spent I, a lot. I am wearing Gwen Shamblin hair right now. <laughs> Anyone watching? No. Watching the way down on uh, HBO. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, this next message comes from Ian. <laughs> Ian says, "Hello, W A and B D. I was in a production of Good News. Oh fuck shit! Yeah! In high school." It's a pre-Golden Age musical, so it's pretty trite and basic and not memorable. <laughs> This queen played a football player. It was a small school. Ian. Ian's looking lovely in this look, this mesh top. This Is that uh, a holographic Circle American Apparel skirt? Honey, I think it might be. And a side mm-hmm. pouch. And Ooh, a- and fringe. Oh, this is for me, honey. Fringe, honey. We thank you so much for confirming that good news exists. Um... Why don't we go ahead and read this message? (laughs) This is from John. Hi, Alaska Willem and Big Dipper. I would like to take a minute to assure Alaska she is not the only one who has a brief recollection of the musical Good News. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) 
I attended Wichita State University with your drag sister, Rose. Ask her about good news when you see your next in Wichita, Kansas. And we did a production of the musical in 2011. In 1993, Mark Madama and Wayne Bryan, who also played the role of Bobby Randall in the 74 production of Good News, revised the book and score for Music Theater of Wichita and produced the American cast recording that you can still find today. Attached is a picture so Willem and Dipper can believe us. It might not be a well-known show, but it remains pretty popular in the Midwest and for high school and college programs. Thank you for all you do to keep us entertained. Break legs in London, Willem, and Alaska and Cali with love, John. This show looks basic. The cheerleaders are in, like, <laughs> skirts that are down to their shins with bobby socks or hair. There's a lot of it's mismatched plaid. Piece. This, you know, I wish someone would get their period. That would be interesting. It would be like Carrie. This sucks. I don't want to so we... ever see this musical. Sorry, I had to plug in my computer and my things. So we is Rosé in the picture? No, he doesn't even say. And ugly character shoes. Ugh. Why are you coming for good news? Because <laughs> it's not good. You haven't heard the good news. It's not news, honey. Honey, no news is good news. Uh, <laughs> our final message goes from CKJ. Greetings, Alaska Big Dip and Wilhelmina models. I'm writing in from the windy city of Chicago, and I need some help. My roommate from Purgatory is driving me bonkers. Long story short, prior to the pandemic, I was living alone, and they were undergoing a divorce. At the height of the pandemic, I offered him a place to stay while he sorted out his living situation. Uh Uh-oh. It went so well that we agreed to terminate my lease early, and we found a bigger place. After all, we were solid friends a year in, and I've noticed miscellaneous items have gone missing. Drinking glasses, big and big and small forks and spoons, bathroom mats, <laughs> etc. A few of these things I let slide, but a couple of others warranted addressing. When discussing, he denied their existence. I dropped it and kept moving, but one day I arrived at our shared apartment early from work. And found my cat locked in my room. Worse, I found that she pooped under my bed. She's never done this in six years. I started to become concerned and bought a pet cam that I keep Uh. under my bed. Jesus Christ. The first day it was installed, I have discovered that my roommate enters my room and does questionable but not damaging things while in my room. I've had a few sit-downs to address the issues, and every time he claims... That I'm accusing him, that, and that has made things more difficult. I directly asked him to not enter my room, and he claimed that he would never do such a thing. He's a friend of the pod and isn't aware that I have a pet cam. How do I confront him without scorching the earth? He clearly <laughs> has no issue lying to me, and I have video proof that he does enter my room regularly and sweeps dirt into my room or scrubs random things on my rug or toss dust under my bed. <laughs> Attached are two clips for proof and photos for your time and assistance. Much love, CKJ. The, I can't believe you let your cat on your bed after it shit under it. But like, that's with how hairy your hole is. I'm not sure you could tell the cat hair from your, your butt hair. So maybe that's fine in your household. But I would like to see these clips. Oh, wait, this dick. This floral bedstead, yeah. dicks and daisies. It's all daisies and dicks, honey. Honey, I love the daisy print on the um, duvet. I love that. I mean, if I was your roommate, I'd be sneaking into your room, too, just for that duvet. I mean, it's beautiful. Honey. And the art, the sort of painting th- of a dog in a palm frond. I mean, it's lovely. I don't like it when a bottom pulls his hole open with one hand use two hands and use a little core so you can balance yourself without falling forward use two hands and really grip that hole open okay thank you for, for pictures anyway it's picture day do are do we have these you clips gotta of, move of, on oh we got the clip oh we my god clip. you sent the clips it's, from the yeah it's from the, the weirdest behavior so strange why then- would you Honey, you got to get out, babe. You got to get out. You You got to get get out, out, babe. You got to get out. I don't know what. He's probably rubbing buttholes on toothbrushes. I don't trust this man. Yeah. In the clip, in the clip, you see. This is like watching a horror You see the roommate enter the room and then put his hand under the bed (laughs) and wipe something on the carpet. Look at the left. Very strange. The left corner, all you see is the broom sweeping dust. 
into the room. This That's is it. Vile, <laughs> this is vile, like passive aggressive behavior. And then to completely lie to your face about it, honey, you just got to move on. You got to get out. You got to yeah. move on, babe. No, no, life no, no, is no. too short, Catherine Keita Jones. No, 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 I want something else. No, 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 the heart. <laughs> Go ahead and send us your questions via email to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. As always, so we have. You want to hear it twice. Oh, you know what? Now that guy's a friend of the pod, he'll know that his roommate knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. Oh, he knows him so well. I know him so well. Bitch, you gotta stop doing that passive aggressive shit. <laughs> that is so fucked up. If you are listening and you fucking go in your roommate's room when they're not and lock their fucking cat, which is fucking almost animal abuse, and then fucking scrub shit under their fucking bed and then throw the trash underneath and then deny it. No, you need to stop that behavior and you need to move the fuck out. Okay. At least oh. he's not fucking the cat. I mean, I'll oh, hold God. the tail. What if you this get is Bianca? Like straight talk and like the fucking somebody murders somebody or like a bird and a fish can fall in love, oh, but God. where would they fuck? Oh God, we're gonna have to cut the whole the ass in the mouth. Um, <laughs> we have bonus whole... video content available at Patreon.com/slash oh, Willem, and we just oh, released our journey into the comments on my YouTube from 2020 mm-hmm. for free. So go check that oh. out and subscribe to Alaska's channel and hit the bell icon so you know when new videos come up. And mine's shadow banned, so you just have to really search for them hard. Yes, and follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000 at RaceChaserPod, and at MomPodcasts. Uh-huh, and that link on RaceChaserPod also has lots of resources, places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, and a link to the AAPIP.org to help combat increased anti-Asian violence. Get the vax, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay safe and healthy out there. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week with more piping, stitching, stitching, Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot.